I'm going to tell you a quick story. Street performers tell great stories. I remember seeing you sweat. Be they comic or tragic, they're always entertaining. Oh my God, what a good one. This is a Stories from the Pitch short. Welcome to Stories from the Pitch, a podcast dedicated to creating a living oral history about street performing and some of the crazy characters who populate this world. For this episode, Glenn Singer connected with Tash Wesp to talk about her often bold adventures while on tour with her clown character Mildred Hodiddle in the 80s and 90s. It's a rare treat to see Tash in front of an audience these days, but there's no question that she was a pioneer at a time when there weren't many solo women performing on the street. She took risks, rocked audiences, and blazed a trail that was defined by both strength and vulnerability. Two great stories surfaced amidst the love and laughter contained in this conversation, one of frustration and the other of a harrowing triumph. We're pleased to present both in a collection we're calling The Token Woman. Hi, Tash. Hi, Glenn. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Can you see me okay? Here. I can see you better now. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. You look good, Tash. Thanks. <laughs> Add more people to your video. Forget it. Forget okay. that. Okay, so... What we're going to do right now is you're going to tell me a couple of quick short stories. So have you thought of a short, maybe one or two minute story you can tell me from you and street performing? Well, I was thinking of that one story when I was in New Zealand. Yeah. And I was there for three months with Kate the Great. And I wanted to call the story The Token Woman. Okay. It was really interesting because this guy who came up to me... And he talked to me about doing this festival. And there was 30 male street performers, and he was picking between me and Micah Arden, uh-huh. right? And so he... <laughs> and he couldn't make up his mind which? And so I said to him, I said, if you have 30 male street performers, why don't you have both of us come? Because that's my really good friend. Because I was telling him about Micah, and he was saying, did you know that that was your competition? And I said, really? She's my competition. She's one of my best friends. (laughs) And so he went on and on and on to tell me, why would I tell him about her? I said, well, she's my friend and blah, 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 blah. So then I went to Micah and I said to Micah, why don't you just say no? Don't do it. She thought about it, you know, and she's Dutch and, you know, they're tolerant and they're political and all that stuff. Right. And I said to her, I said, just say no, just say, fuck it. Don't do that, Micah. You know, let's just protest as women, because how unfair is it that he couldn't even take two, two really good acts on the street. Yeah. Right. He had to take one token woman. And she goes, Tash, I need the money. (laughs) (laughs) That's the bottom line. I know. That is the bottom line. (laughs) Why do you do this? Well, for the money. (laughs) Yeah, for the money. And I asked her, why were you with Robin all those years? That's when we were in New Zealand. And she said, so he can carry my bags. (laughs) I need someone to carry my bags. I said, okay, fine. (laughs) So tell me another short story of you on the street sometime in your career. Okay. I think an interesting story for me was when I performed in Prague three years after the wall went down. Uh-huh. I went over there with Peeny Treffers. Worked as Mrs. Jones. Yeah, and she was with, uh, I don't know, she was with her boyfriend, and they kind of did a show. And uh, Paul Van Vies. No, not Paul. Not Mark. One of the brothers. We were with one of the brothers. Yas? 
Yes, yeah. He was doing his first solo show, and he was doing that crazy clown that he does, right? But that was when he first went over there, and we just drove from Holland all the way. It took us like a couple days to get over to Prague, right? Uh-huh. We just did it on a whim. We had to drive all the way through Germany. And when we got there, because it was still really Eastern Europe, you know, nothing had been cleaned or anything, and it was still that Eastern Europe money. So all the money that you made, you had to spend right there. Right. So um, it was one of the most harrowing experiences. You have to have some kind of like toughness. And that's what I found the hardest on the street was like as a woman solo. And um, for some reason in Prague, my act just went big and I had these huge crowds. Maybe because I looked so silly as a woman standing there all by myself in that turquoise dress as Mildred. And so I was doing these big shows. So all of a sudden, it was right at the end of my show, and I was collecting money. And this cop comes up to me. He was one of the green cops. He was one of the commie cops, they called him. Uh And he comes up to me, and he starts speaking to me in whatever dialect it was, right? Czechoslovakian. Right. And I was just like, oh, my God. And And the most interesting thing is the crowd. There was this hush that came over the crowd. And, like, they just moved in around me and the police officer or the commie cop. And the cop looked up and all these people were just like, I mean, this old people, it's young people, it's everybody. And they just, like, surround us. And the cop, like, leaves. And this old man comes up to me and in broken English he says, we are here to protect you. Don't worry. We'll stand here until you pack your things up and you can go. Wow. And it was like. They were there on my side. Like, I mean, they didn't know me from Adam, but they had seen me performing at this little clown show. And it was like they protected me. It was really amazing. It was the magic of the street, you know, the power of the people. And they love clowns over there. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. You can do a show anywhere in the world on any little piece of the street, you know, some street corner anywhere in, on the planet. So I thought that was really cool and it seemed exciting and yeah. And when I got to Europe, some of those places that I got to perform were places like have been 500 years or a thousand years or, you know, the jester was performing there on that piece of street. So it's can be scary, you know, but it's a beautiful thing. I mean, I made tons of money in that country in Prague and I had to spend it all. I mean, I made enough in those two weeks as much as a doctor did then. Wow. Which is kind of sad on the street. And so we went out and we like, I had to spend all the money. I mean, I had to, that was kind of fun. Yeah, real fun. So I look back and I think, wow, I can't believe I did that, you know? Yeah, me too. And also, uh, I, uh, I hope you never quit. Yeah. Tash, so nice. Let's stop this and I'll call you back. Okay, great. Okay. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Stories from the Pitch is produced by the Busker Hall of Fame and is made possible through the generous support of listeners like you. If you like what we're doing, feel free to swing by the Busker Hall of Fame website, click on the donate button, and throw a little love into our online hat. Your contributions really do allow us to create more content and grow this resource. Music for this episode came from Tim Sars and the Carnival Band from Vancouver. Links to both Tim's work and the Carnival Band are posted in the notes section for this episode on the Busker Hall of Fame website, so do check them out. 
Also worth checking out in the episode notes are a few supplementary images that Tash provided from her archives. One of her at seven months pregnant spinning a ball on her tit, and another on stage with the cast of Tispitz, the international street performer show that Peter Post produced in Holland in the early 90s. Got a story to tell? Something you think we could improve? Or perhaps you're interested in becoming a sponsor of an upcoming episode? If so, drop me a line at cbg at buskerhalloffame.com. On behalf of myself, Executive Director Lindsay Lindbergh, Associate Producer Magic Brian, Glenn Singer who captured this recording, and the rest of the staff of the Busker Hall of Fame, we hope this finds you well. And as you perform for audiences around the world, please remember to use your superpowers for good. I'm David Aiken, the Checkerboard Guy. Thanks for listening. <laughs>